Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والشمس وضحاها والقمر إذا تلاها والنهار إذا جلاها والليل إذا يغشاها والسماء وما بناها والأرض وما طحاها ونفس وما سواها فألهمها فجورها وتقواها قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها كذبت ثمود بطغواها إذ بعث أشقاها فقال لهم رسول الله ناقة الله وسقياها فكذبوه فعقروها فدمدم عليهم ربهم بذنبهم فسواها ولا يخاف عقباها بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين حمد الشاكرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Dear brothers and sisters and welcome to the session of the tafsir and we are continuing the tafsir according to the revelation of the surahs of the Quran and we have chosen this method of uh, following the tafsir uh, without introducing uh, new ideas or thoughts because as I have always mentioned tafsir had been with us for so many uh, hundreds of years uh, and our uh, great mufassireen had uh, done uh, a great job however when you follow you use this tafsir and look at it in the order of revelation you will see a different view on how this Quran this great Quran was able to deliver an ummah the best ummah ever delivered for mankind to deliver an ummah with the Quran directly with the Quran uh, using the ayat of the Quran and of course we know how powerful this delivery this delivery was and this ummah indeed proved to be the best ummah ever delivered for mankind and let's see how the Quran uh, had done that and that's why we are doing this uh, revelation and we are uh, today uh, doing Surah Al-Shams, the sun which is according to the uh, uh, revelation the order of revelation this is Surah number 26 uh, which uh, has been preceded by Surah Al-Qadr which we talked about last week and before that we did Surah Al-Najm and before that Al-Ikhlas, Al-Nas, Al-Falaq all the way to Surah Al-Alaq, Iqra' Bismi Rabbik Al-Ladhi Khalaq, which was the first uh, uh, surah revealed in the Qur'an, and of course followed by Al-Qalam, Al-Muzzammal, and Muddathar. And these first 26 surahs until now, they have covered so many aspects of the Aqeedah, of the Iman, so many aspects of the Prophethood of the Prophet وسلم, so many aspects of calling the people to rationalize and to think, and to ponder upon this universe and to see the power of Allah in each and every aspect of it. And we have seen the struggle between the haqq and the batal, between the Prophet and the elites of Mecca to be so fierce. And that the Quran had always stepped in to support the Prophet and the believers. And as we have seen in Surah Abasa wa Tawalla, uh, uh, which was the surah, we have done right before Surah Al-Qadr, where Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran sending uh, uh, the angel Jibreel with a surah to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, pointing his attention or attracting his attention to the fact that Ibn Umm Maktoum, uh, a poor man from Mecca, was trying to uh, uh, get a new knowledge of the Quran 
and that uh, the Prophet ﷺ was busy with something else with the elites of Mecca trying to gain them to the da'wah and uh, the Quran came to uh, to support Ibn Umi Maktoum and to tell the Prophet ﷺ your priority should always be with the people who have believed in this deen uh, uh, not neglecting the da'wah of the new people but the one who is on your side already within your community, within your party, within your, your group has uh, precedence and the priority over the others. Uh, and today we are doing Surat Ash-Shams. And uh, Surat Ash-Shams, uh, here I would like to, uh, uh, to mention uh, before I go into the details of the Surah uh, with this name or with this uh, type of beginning of the Surah, was Shamsi, Allah Azza wa Jal making this oath, uh, making swearing by the sun. Uh, and of course, the rest of the surah will talk about it. But this is the fifth surah already in the Quran, fifth surah out of 26, which is five, almost 20% of the revealed surahs of the Quran that begin with an oath by one of the great. Uh, phenomena of the universe, if you will, uh, something that has to do with the with the day and night, with the sun, with the moon, etc. The first surah which we encountered was Surah Al-Layl, where Allah Azza wa Jal made the, the oath by Wal-Layli, Ida Yaghsha, I swear by the night, when the night takes over. And the next surah after that came Surah Al-Fajr. So Allah Azza wa Jal is making the swear Wal-Fajri, I swear by Al-Fajr, by the dawn, when the dawn rises. And then the next surah came, Al-Duha, Wal-Duha Wal-Layli, Allah Azza wa Jal again making, swearing by Al-Duha. So there is, there is a rhythm here, there is a sequence, there is a phenomenon, if you will. You have to think about it and see that there is some type of sequence, Al-Layl, Wal-Layli, by the night, Al-Fajr, Wal-Fajri, by the Fajr, the dawn, Al-Duha, Al-Duha is the rise time of the sun, the high rise of the sun right before the noon, uh, the time between the morning, the sunrise, and the and the uh, high noon. There is a time called Al-Duha. Wal-Duha. Allah makes a swear. Wal-Duha. And we talked about Surah Al-Duha. And then a few surahs earlier, right before Surah Al-Qadr, Abasa and Najm, which we have done it in almost six series. It's a rather lengthy surah. Wal-Najmi. Allah started making the oath by Al-Najm, the, the star. And then today we are reading Surah Al-Shams, which came in Revelation, two surahs after Al-Najm, Wal-Shamsi. So this is type of, as, as I said, it's like a rhythm. It's like a, a sequence. It's like a phenomenon. There is something going on. And if I look at it uh, in, uh, in sequence, Allah Azza wa Jal, started this sequence by Wal-Layli, the layl, the night, and then the Al-Fajr that comes right after the end of the night. So, and in Al-Fajr, in Surah Al-Fajr, Allah repeated the oath by Al-Layl, Wal-Fajri, Walayalin Ashr, I swear by the Fajr and 10 nights, I swear by 10 nights, and I talked about this at length. Wal-Duha, and with the Duha, then he says, Wal-Duha, Wal-Layli, Ida Saja, I swear by Al-Duha, which is the high rise of the sun before noon time, and by the night when the night calms down, and then now he shifts this type of oath to An-Najm, one of the phenomena of the universe, the, the, the solicitical bodies, An-Najm, he makes a swear, najmi I swear by the star, when the star falls down, when the star collapses, uh, and, and, and I talked at length about it's not only the stars in the universe that collapse. These are the stars on earth also. The stars of the people, the, the presidents, systems, ideologies, the, the, the ones that act like stars for the people where they take their guidance from them, from them they also fall. And here Allah Azza wa brings a new type of oath. And it's, it's a lengthy one. He says, I was shamsi. I swear by a shams, the sun. Waduhaha and its high rise right before the noon, like uh, the, the surah which says Waduha. And then he swears by Al Qamar, Wal Qamar, and by the noon, which follows 
which comes in sequence after the shams, after the sun, of course, at night. Nahar, and then he swears by the daytime in general. And then again, Wallayli, and by the night, when the night uh, comes down and, and covers up everything that has been visible during the, 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 the daytime. And then he swears by Wassamai. So this surah contains so many oaths that Allah Azza wa Jal is make, making making oath by the sun and the uh, high rise of the sun and by the moon which follows the sun in sequence and by the daytime and by the night and then wassamai with the whole universe and the and, and the skies and the heavens and how they were built والأرضي, and by the by the land by the earth that we are uh, living on and then he swears by النفس ونفس وما سواها by our nafs by the soul by the inner uh, part of our uh, 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 human being as as a human who has a nafs who has also a ruh a, a soul and he has a body and he has a flesh and then goes on to talk about the main issue that Allah is, is delivering all these uh, uh, events of the, of, the, of the world of the universe uh, those uh, phenomenal uh, uh, issues, if you will, phenomenal uh, solicital bodies that fill up the skies, then comes to the main topic. The main topic is the nafs and how the nafs has been uh, delivered and created and made and which has the ability of being uh, uh, self-righteous uh, righteous, uh, or the ability uh, to be uh, a disobedient nafs and then Allah talks about the uh, uh, the distinction between two types of people people who uh, purify the nafs and make it so uh, obedient to Allah contrary to the one who really uh, takes this nafs all the way to different directions against Allah and then draws the example from Thamud, كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ بِطَغْوَاهَا Thamud really denied uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the message of Sayyidina Salih alayhi salam and uh, uh, stood against it and for the very reason بِطَغْوَاهَا because of its tyranny and this, this mentality of being tyrant or being supreme on this earth and then uh, the, the 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 leader the elite the 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 worst of uh, the people of Thamud who stood up against the uh, the call of the Prophet sallallahu the the the, the Rasulullah uh, which was Sayyidina Salih at the time who told them look you have here an, an uh, a camel uh, which is going to drink from water beware don't touch the camel don't touch its water. So the, uh, uh, the people of Thamud, under the leadership of their uh, uh, Shaqi, Shaqi, the one who is really miserable, uh, their leader, they denied the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Salih, and they, uh, uh, they absolutely rejected his, uh, his da'wah or his call, and they killed the, uh, the camel, then Allah Azza wa Jal brought down the wrath upon them فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِذَنْبِهِمْ because of their uh, guilt فَسَوَّاهَا and he leveled down the earth beneath their heat, beneath their feet and of course that was a result of the one who does not fear Allah Azza wa Jal so this is in a nutshell what the surah is about so let's talk in detail now so that's the surah again one more time it's in this uh, line of surahs that begin with an oath by one of the solicital universal uh, bodies, Ashams. And here, Allah bring out, of, of course, the sun is the sun. We know the sun, we know the value of the sun, we know the power of the sun, we know the sun is a star. But then Allah Azza wa focuses here on some particular, particular aspect of it. it. says, when the Shams rises up and reaches... Uh, halfway middle of the uh, of the skies, which call a duha, makes a swear of this time, and this time, if you come to think about it, just like the other surahs, which when we talked about al-fajr, al-fajr, 
there was a time when the Sahaba of the Prophet وسلم, were so desperate, they need to see a fajr, a dawn after the long and lengthy nights that within with, with the struggle against the kuffar and the mushrikeen of Mecca. So Allah brings that al-fajr, don't worry, the fajr is coming up, no matter how long your nights are going to be. And here Allah is bringing this issue that the, the sun, the hot sun, has come up and it is right before the middle of the sky. It's the time when its heat starts heating up more and more, becoming to, to, to really burn down the sands of the, of the desert uh, beneath the feet of the, uh, uh, let's call it, of the believers at least. So there is hardship. There is something hot going on. There is... Uh, 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 now the struggle with the kuffar of Mecca is becoming so strong and we have seen in Surah Abasa how it was and we have seen it in Surah Al-Najm how it was talked about how the people really stood up in denial of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and denial of the message of Islam and denial of the fact that Allah has to be the Rabb and only Rabb so here now Al-Shamsi wa Duhaha it's an oath that Allah brings to the people especially to the Muslims at the time the Sahaba tell them look your da'wah is nothing uh, but like similar to a, a sun that comes up and heats things uh, around you. And then it will be followed by a moon, well, qamar. Al-qamar, whenever you uh, you read the qamar or you look at the qamar, you look at, uh, at uh, especially when it's, when it's full moon, when the moon is up in the sky, the moon up in the sky, it's, uh, it's a symbol of uh, calmness, sim- symbol of uh, peacefulness, uh, sim- symbol of settlement, something now is uh, you are going to relax. So yes, you will have a, a sun, you will have a heated sun, you will have a sun full of all types of uh, 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 strength in it. Now it will be followed by a moon. That's on one, that's the side of the the conceptualizing the the, the era of the dawa because uh, uh, yes it's true we are talking about the the uh, uh, universal phenomenon here the the sun and the moon and we can talk about that from scientific from physics astronomy uh, how does the sun come and the moon how is it uh, uh, following the uh, the sun how the sequence is happening fine we can people can talk about that and they talked about it a lot but i am taking it from the perspective if i was in mecca at the time when this surah was revealed what would that mean to me what would that mean to abu bakr to bilal to ammar to suhaib to uh, uthman bin madhoun to abdullah bin mas'ud to these people who were uh, in deep 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 struggle with elites of Mecca who have no mercy whatsoever on anyone and who have no intention of being calm at all. Allah Azza wa Jal is bringing this look. It is nothing more than a sun would rise and eventually if the sun is too hot for you, you will have a night with, you have a moon with with this calm light without the heat. The the, the moon provides light to us and the, and the sun provides light. Uh, but the sun the light of the sun has heat within it. It has a very powerful energy because it's the source of light and the light comes out of the burning of the all types of gases within the sun. Whereas the moon reflects a light, something that's going to reflect a light to you and it is it provides calmness. So there is the sequence of powerful and then easy one the hard and easy, the uh, hot and the cool. And then in the same manner, in the same manner, with the sun comes the daytime, and this is a different view now of the of the symbol of the sun, of the meaning of the sun. The view, first view is a sun that rises close to the middle of the skies, start to becoming really hot and then I have a moon with a light now to the sun the other view of the sun the sun 
is also the, the one that brings the daytime in general. But and the daytime, because of the complete light in the daytime, it says nahari إِذَا جَلَّاهَا Jalla means make clear, open up. See, Al-Nahar is the daytime. You can talk about the daytime in many dimensions. You can talk about the daytime, a place where you work, you, where you, uh, uh, you exert your labor, uh, you earn your money, uh, you fight your war, you fight your ideas, you get in trouble, you get in, in uh, resolutions. It's, it, it has full uh, of activities. But then in this surah, Allah brings one criterion of the day, which is an-nahari idha jallaha. Jalla means clear up. Clear up something that's unclear. It clears up the thing that was hidden during the night. Clears up issues that uh, uh, you cannot hide. You cannot hide something in the daylight. It's a daylight. So he brings the part of the day which shows the daylight. And the jallaha, jallaha opens it up, clears it up. Clears what? What is it that the day is going to clear for me? What is what is the issue that looks mysterious and understood or debatable uh, or had lots of uh, uh, confusions around it? What is it that needs to be clear? What is it that needs to be clarified? What is it that needs to be explained and shown in daylight? It's the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is the da'wah, it's the message of Islam that's going to be clear. So no matter how much the mushrikeen are going to shed delusions against the, the, the da'wah, how they will dilute the people about it, how they will spread lies about it, lies that Muhammad is a poet, uh, is a, a magician, uh, is a, an insane, is a liar, all of these uh, uh, character assassination, if you will, and spreading lies and rumors against this da'wah of Islam of the Prophet the daylight brought by the sun will clear it all out. Which is exactly what today is needed. We need this da'wah of Islam, this power of Islam, this sun of Islam, followed by the moon at night, a daylight-like events that will clear up and clarify the message of Islam. So people no longer look at Islam as anti-humanity, as Islam as being discrim discrimin discriminating religion, if you will, between uh, men and women or between uh, uh, Arabs and non-Arabs or this tribe or non-tribe. You have to clarify that all this Islam is bringing terrorism or violence against the human being. You need something to clarify that. You need a daylight type of view where Islam is shown at its reality. So no one can look at Islam in a manner that suits the elites of Washington, the elites of London, the elites of Moscow, the elites of Beijing, and the elites of Amman, the elites of Cairo, the elites of Riyadh, the elites of uh, Lahore and Peshawar and Islamabad or elites of Istanbul or wherever. So you need you need something to clarify this da'wah of Islam, this message of Islam, in uh, 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 or vis-a-vis -vis in opposition to the lies and the rumors and the delusions spread by all of these elites in, uh, uh, in the world at large. We need it to be daylight clear. Daylight clear. And when the when the layl, when the night comes, Now, when the night, and this is the next part of the oath, we have uh, the, 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 the sun on one hand, the moon on the other hand, we have the daylight on one hand, we have the night on the other hand, we have a daylight that clarifies things, we have a night that covers up, like the surah that was revealed, and I mentioned the first surah, starting with an oath in this Quran, when the night comes and covers up things. Now, a layl, in this case, once it covers up on one side, on one side, the night may be 
used by the kuffar, by the mushrikeen, to cover up the message of this of Islam, the rights of Islam, the the ideas, the thoughts, the concepts, the laws, the uh, the, the, the aqidah, the faith, the strength of Islam, and the and the uh, ability of this Islam to resolve the issues of of all the people in the world, the justice of Islam. They want to cover all of that and reverse it. But on the other hand, on the other side, for us, for me, the night will cover up for my pains, will cover up for the pains which I experienced during the day, will cover up will, will for my wows and worries uh, and uh, the, the opposition that I face during my da'wah, during my struggle. I need a night to put a cover on my wounds, if you will, the wounds of our uh, uh, women in, in Syria, in Lebanon, in, uh, in Yemen, in Myanmar, in many places, the wounds of our children, the wounds of our strong men who look fiercely at a goal like Al-Aqsa and can do nothing because they have been deprived of their right to stand up for the occupation. The wounds, because the wound of a strong man is way more painful than the wound of the weak and the, and the oppressed because the weak and the oppressed is accustomed to being wounded but the strong powerful man the one who has been deprived who has been uh, 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 overpowered if you will that is much more painful so you need a night to cover up for that so you that in the morning you can come up and struggle so this is this uh, ayat one after another i swear by the sun and it's duha, I swear by the moon which follows the sun, I swear by the day whenever it clears uh, up everything around, I swear by, by the night which covers all the wows and the, and, the, and, the, uh, uh, and the wounds and the pains of the day. And now I also swear by the, by the, by the sky, by wassama'i, wassama'i, and the, the sama'i, I make an oath by this uh, uh, by the heavens and this, and how it has been built and structured. See the structure, and here comes in the the the, the power that Allah Azza wa shows. Look, uh, 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 whenever I mentioned, uh, I sent a prophet and a messenger with a very sophisticated, uh, well structured. Uh, deen and surahs before that before that i have done similar things to to the heavens that cover or that include your earth that include your prophet that include your believers and as uh, it, it, it includes even the disbelievers and those who do not believe was sama this sama this heavens this structure which until today the people continue to provide theories after theories. Every day there is a theory. How this uh, uh, heavens is structured together, how does it move? All the galaxies, the stars, the planets, how they are interconnected, what uh, uh, makes them up-formulate one structure as if the structure was being drawn by an artist. But it's way beyond the artistic view or imagination. It's a very powerful structure. It's a majestical structure. It's the heavenly structure. So Allah Azza wa is making an oath with this heavenly structure. This structure that goes beyond the imagination of people. It attracts your imagination every time you look at night, especially when it's visible to you or during daytime when you look at it through telescopes, through all types of instruments. It's absolutely marvelous. It's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely beyond. It's it, it's breathtaking. This the structure of the of the universe of this heavens, without you even knowing the simplest of the theories of gravity between uh, uh, celestial bodies. You may not even know a clue how all of this is being. What goes within these skies? What type of waves? What type of energy? What type of uh, uh, light em emission? What type of uh, forces that attract or uh, uh, distract bodies from each other? 
you may not even know a, a, a bit about that, but still you can be taken, your breath can be taken with the wonders of this sky. And then, and then look at the earth, how Allah made it suitable so that it can produce whatever you need, whatever you need, your food, your water, your minerals, uh, your ability to walk, your ability to use this earth with, with the most suitable uh, forces of gravity that allows you to walk, to run, to drive, even to fly your uh, your planes or to uh, drive your ships in the seas. Amazing. This earth, how it is being made to be prone to your needs, to the satisfaction of you as a human. So this is the oath. In these uh, uh, six ayat, the sun and its rising, the moon, the day, the night, the sky, the heavens, and the earth. And then comes one more oath, which is totally different. First one talks about the universe above you. Everything beyond, everything outside the world. I am sitting right here, outside me, the moon that's in my sky, the sun that comes in the day, the night that I am in right now, the daytime that's coming up tomorrow, and all of this heavens that includes up my current world and the earth that is my world. All of this is beyond me. It's outside me. That's the outer world. But then Allah Azawajal immediately, immediately without any delay, without any permission, without taking permission of you saying, oh, let me tell you something about you now, is taking these two views, contrasting, the outer world with the inner world. The inner world is my nafs. Is my nafs, which is inside me, which is as powerful, as strong. It is the same type of thing. It contains things like clear like a daytime and ambiguous like the night. It has uh, things that are so warm, so, so hot, so emotional like the sun and its heat. And it has those things that calm you down, that makes you so satisfied, so pleasant, so 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 happy. It's all inside this nafs, and it has this structure, this very strong structure that you you will be you will be amazed how this nafs inside you was built, was structured with all its instincts, with all its emotions, with all its feelings with all its needs, with the way it's satisfied, the way it doesn't get satisfied. It's like the sun, it's like the sky of its structure and how it's how it can produce your nafs, how it can make you move, how it can make you provide life to yourself, how you can live in the best manner or the worst manner, if you will, just like the earth you live in. All of that outside world can be reflected within yourself within your nafs. So it comes immediately, just like the sky and how it was built, and the earth, how it was composed, if you will, uh, there is no single word that I can translate the word except made it prone and suitable for your life. And here, and the nafs and how it was made or constructed, all of this that we have said in the external world, in vis-a-vis, -vis, if you will, in, 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 in contrast with a nafs, the sun, the moon, the day, the night, the skies, the earth, all in contrast, in contrast with your nafs and with the nafs, how it has been constructed by the same one. It's the same Allah, the same God, the same creator who did all of this in the universe with the sun start, starting up and making the day as a day and the moon making the night as a night or the night having the moon inside it and the world, the universe at large and the earth which brings you your food and you eat and you, you live in this earth. All of these in contrast with one thing doesn't need to bring in the nafs 
what is equivalent to the sun what's equivalent to the moon what's equivalent to the day what's equivalent to the night what's equivalent to the sky structure what's equivalent to the earth all of this you don't need that it's already within you you know it and this nafs and how it was it has been constructed and from this nafs what is it that i am entrusted in and here i bring the 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 the, the, the issue of the message because all of this talk I started by saying that, look, this is about the, the message uh, as Sahaba at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu they would, they have to perceive the issues. What's the relation of the sun and the and the day rise and the moon to my da'wah? What, what's going on here? Are you giving me a lesson in astronomy? Of course not. Allah Azza wa is not coming to teach us astronomy. He says, I gave you brain, I gave you mind, you can learn astronomy, you can measure, you can do wonders with this. That's not the issue. That's not what Allah Azza wa is sending message for. I'm not sending a message to tell you how the daylight opens up and how the, the light spreads. You will know it. I know you will know it. I gave you the brains that will that's able to know it. That's not the issue. The issue is, I want I sent you messages to show you how to live with this nafs. So all of this talk about the universe and the external world vis-a-vis -vis or in contrast with the nafs because I want to tell you here Allah Azza wa Jal فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا This nafs has capabilities of being disobedient, fajr, Fajr means you explode in disobedience in a protesting manner. You are protestingly disobedient. That's al-fujur. Al-fujur comes from explosion. You explode in being nasty. You have seen people on the streets sometimes who fight or who swear at one another. You find someone is absolutely not reasonable. He's making all types of noise. He doesn't even want people to know why he is mad, why he is angry. I'm just angry. I'm just uh, 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 boiling. I'm exploding with all types of nasty things. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, now, in contrast with all that I have created, there is an nafs within you that has two capabilities. The capability of exploding in disobedience or the capability of being muttaqi, the taqwa. At-taqwa at -taqwa is the exact opposite of fujur because taqwa is the calm type of settling issues. The calm time, the calm part of you which allows you to avoid taqwa means avoid. That's literally. Ittaqinnara, avoid the, the fire. Ittaqinnara, avoid the fire. Ittaqi, ittaqi, al, the, ittaqi al, uh, al musiba, avoid the catastrophe. There is a catastrophe. There is uh, a, a hole in the, in the, uh, on the road, like in where I live. There are many holes in the road. So, oh, beware, beware. Ittaqi. Be careful. That's a taqwa. A taqwa is to be careful to be watchful to avoid to avoid being spotted in a position where someone who whom you care about or who cares about you doesn't like to see you in this in this spot that's a taqwa which is the absolute antonym of fujur the, the absolute opposite a fujur fujur means you are exploding you are showing the nastiest things of you you don't care who is going to watch you and see you in this obscene view. Drinking, being drunk, killer, fighting, uh, imprisoning uh, uh, innocent people, putting the da'wah carriers in jail, uh, uh, fighting uh, Muslims, try stopping against Islam, uh, not allowing the word of Allah Azza wa Jal to be spread, closing the masajid of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's fujur. That's an open... It's an open daylight, like a nahari idha jallaha, like a shamsi wa It's an open daylight. You are absolutely making fujur. At-taqwa, at-taqwa is just like the, the night, the calmness of the night, the calmness of the moon. You are so, so 
fearful fearful that Allah Azza wa Jal will spot you in a bad position. So Allah says here, in contrast with all the creation outside, I made a nafs, wasawaha, I made it, that sawaha means I made it, Allah Azza wa Jal, and I gave it the ability, the in, inner ability, the inmate ability, the, the instinctual ability, if you will, the natural ability, you have the ability to uh, to explode in fujur. You have the ability to be absolutely disobedient. You have the ability to be in in uh, uh, in a state of uh, denial to Allah Azza wa Jal openly, openly, not even uh, in hiding. And you have the ability of taqwa. You have both capabilities. Just like in the other surah, Allah Azza wa Jal says, We gave you the ability to move in two directions. Hadaynahu means I gave you the ability to move from guide guidance. I gave you the guidance, complete instruction manual, so you can go this way to the right or go to, to the left. Go to doing something good or to do something evil. Being fajr or being muttaqi. فألهمها فجورها وتقواها ألهمها it shows here that Allah Azza wa Jal he inserted into it he injected this ability of fujur Allah Azza wa Jal did not make a nafs made for fujur alone did not make a nafs made for taqwa alone he made nafs which is capable of both but how do I choose which way I, I go ah says now there is an element beyond the nafs, an element of will, if you will. An element of will, an element of action. So here somebody has a control. There is some other entity within this body, within this human entity. There are two things. There is a nafs. There is a nafs, which is the ability of this human to perform in two different opposing actions. He has the ability. Now, who has the power of driving me into one direction or the other direction? Who has the power of making me fajr or making me taqwa? Allah Azza wa Jal made me capable. Capable. Not only able, but capable. I have the capability. And then he gave the ability to drive the nafs to the person himself. Now, who is the person? What is, what is beside my nafs I have? Beside my nafs, of course, there is my body, there is my blood, there is my muscles, there is my uh, uh, my meat, there is my flesh, there is, that's besides the, 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 the nafs. Also, I have my brain, I have my mind, I have my ability to choose. My ability to rationalize, my ability to accept or reject, my ability to take my nafs one way or another way. And that's what we call the human will, which is controlled by the human mind, which can be controlled by the concepts and the ideas and the thoughts that you get in your brain, in your head. And where do I get this from? Immediately the next ayah does not allow me to wonder a lot. It gives me an example. Immediately gives an example because it says قد أفلح من زكاها successful will be the one who takes the nafs who make it who makes it pure how by encouraging and moving and endorsing the taqwa part وقد خاب من دساها and a failure or a, a big uh, failure is the one is the one who takes this nafs to the other direction, who promotes the fujur within the nafs, which Allah Azza wa Jal called khaba man dasaha, failed the one who worked on the nafs on the direction of fujur. So without going on dasaha, meaning that it's the antonym of purification, it's the antonym of doing good, or it is the uh, uh, enabling the evil part of the of the nafs, but. Depending or using the previous ayah, you have two parts of the nafs, two types, al-fujur, al-taqwa. 
exploding in disobedience and uh, 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 living tranquility with the avoiding the wrath of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the other one. Now, use your mind, use your brain, use your knowledge, use your whatever facilities uh, I have given you, use the, the thoughts and the concepts brought to you by your prophet, by your messenger who is not going to, to lie to you. Use all of this either to accept it and then take your nafs to the taqwa part, zakaha, or take your nafs to the fujur part, which is the explosion in disobedience part, and that is the failure. Qad aflaha. There are two things now. The nafs has two parts, two core values, taqwa and fujur, and you have the ability, you have the ability to make your nafs either uh, uh, with taqwa, you make tazkiyah, you make purification, or fujur and explosion and disobedience, and you make failure. Dasaha. Now, immediately, Allah Azza wa doesn't wait on us to, to grasp all of this. Immediately says, okay, I will give you an example. Example here, there was a people called the people of Thamud. There is a tribe called Thamud. Supposedly, it's in the, Arab, in the Arabian Peninsula somewhere. Uh, this uh, big tribe, which has been, which is now the, 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 their city is uh, under the desert somewhere covered, uh, depending on how the historians take it. But nevertheless, there's a, a tribe called Thamud, which was talked about in the past in Surah Al-Fajr, where Allah Azza wa Jal says, Thamud, they were very great, very big, powerful nation. So now Thamud, they were powerful nation. Uh, Allah Azza wa sent to them a prophet and a messenger to tell them how to make tazkiyah, purification for their nafs. And their prophet was Salih alayhi salam. So Salih, he came and he told them, Ya qawm, Allah, ilahin ghayru. I invite you to worship Allah Azza wa alone. And this is how you can uh, make your nafs uh, with taqwa, how you make purification and you become among those aflaha man zakaha. You succeed in this manner. So Salih alayhi salam came and gave them all the message. And these people now, they rejected. They rejected. They became taghiya. Kathabat thamudu bitaghwaha. Thamud stood in denial to their prophet bitaghwaha. Why? Bi, this is called harf ba sababiya. The, 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 the letter ba is the causal, the causal uh, statement makes it because of, because of their tyranny, because of their tyranny, their tyranny, which means they rejected, they, may, they became fajr, they promoted their fujur, they stood up in fujur in, in absolute denial to, to, to Allah Azza wa Jal and to all of these things about the sun and the moon and the day and the star and, 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 and all of these things. They were in denial. And not only that, they used this denial to the extreme position, which is fujur. Because the al-hama fujurah, here comes the fujur issue. Because the Prophet, the, the Prophet at the time, Salih alayhi salam, he told them, based on what Allah told him to, to tell them about a, a, a challenge. He said, look, you are denying me. You don't believe that I am a valid prophet. You don't accept my message. You became, became tyrannically un, uh, uh, unbelievable. You are in absolute denial to everything that I, I have given you. Okay, let me give you this challenge. Tomorrow, a camel will show up, and probably they knew that camel. And he said, or maybe this is a new that Allah Azza wa drove it to their uh, area. That's not the issue here. It says, Allah, this camel considered this belongs to Allah Azza wa And it can go to the spring of water that you have, it will drink from there. You should not touch that camel or touch the water that is used to, to, uh, uh, to feed the camel. That's my warning to you. And I will put this as a challenge. That's your last last chance. What was the result? 
they denied that. They said, okay, this is a liar again. Again, you are giving us uh, all this nonsense. We are not going to fear your punishment. You are, say, you are saying, Allah Azzawajal, your God will destroy us. Forget about that. We don't even believe in you in the first place. How would we believe in the punishment that will come after that? We don't believe in you in the first place. How would we believe that this uh, uh, camel is something special here? We have to treat it greatly. Don't touch it. Don't uh, touch its water. Don't drink from its spring. We're not going to believe you. And then to show that they are absolutely overwhelmed with or with their own denial, they killed the camel. They killed the camel. They actually went. It's not. And that's the, the, the look when I was talking about explaining the fujur. Fujur is not only do it, disobeying. Disobeying, you can disobey Allah Azza wa Jal at home. Nobody knows you. But disobedience comes in, in daylight. Like when Nahari Ida Jallaha in this absolutely daylight, daylight when the sun is up in the in the uh, in the skies, and you make your disobedience, you make your your haram, you make your act in front of all the people. That's fujur, as I said. So that they, they did fujur, they did fujur, and they insisted on fujur, on exploding in nasty. Act so they killed they killed the camel at the time when everybody was around and everybody was watching. Why? Because they were tyrannical, they were tyrants. So that's this word taghwa or taghya or tyrant. This is not easy. Look how many how many tyrants in the world? How many tyrants you have seen on TV? How many tyrants you have seen coming in front of all the people in the world? Accusing Islam or accusing the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was accusing Muslims of all types of wrong accusations. How many times you have seen on the news, you have seen some Muslims being dragged into jails into all types of uh, executions? How many? How many of you? How many of you, the people who are listening to me, have watched on TV? Al Jazeera TV, very powerful TV that goes all over the world, where few families, few families sitting somewhere in a circle, in a fenced circle, women sitting with their children, daughters, boys, and people are coming to buy their children, and they sell their children for food, for food, in daylight. Daylight, and they negotiate price, and price is negotiated sometimes for 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 uh, for, for a sack of, of rice or or wheat or bread just to eat. Tyranny, tyranny. You have seen this tyranny in front of us, and all of this is in denial of the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal uh, made the human being an honorable honor the human. وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمَ that's tawa, that's tyranny, that's fujur. Today, fujur today, when you know that there is in the jails of Uzbekistan more than five or 10,000 people probably are jailed for just saying, Rabbi Allah, la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. There are so many people are dying on a daily basis because they are calling for the worship of Allah Azza wa That's tyranny. That's just like the people of Thamud. Fa'aqaruha, they killed it. They killed the... the the camel today they are not only killing the camel they are killing the prophets the messengers they they, they are killing ki killing the messengers of the messengers they are killing the the people who call up to allah they are killing the deen itself or trying at least and they are not taking any consideration for the consequences this is the last part of the ayah, but some of the Mufassirin, they actually, they said this sentence in Arabic called taqdim wa ta'akhir, it is being delayed, it should be somewhere on uh, uh, in ba'atha ashqaha, 
the worst of them, the worst of these tyrants, who's the worst of the tyrants today? In Ba'ath, Ashqaha, Ashqaha means the, 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 the most shaki, the worst, the most evil, the most evil. Who's the most evil today? Come on, you know that. Have you seen more evil than Macron of France or Trump of America or Biden of Russia or the kings and the presidents of the Arab and the Muslim worlds? These are Ashqaha who are not afraid. I say, come on, forget it. Who's going to punish me? I'm the superpower. No one, Biden was saying, no one can threaten the United States. We can do everything we want. No one can do anything to us. Those were his, his words on inauguration. Does not fear Allah Azza wa Jal. Does not fear. It does not even take any consideration of this. He's laughing. And of course, his, all his elites and agents and puppets are laughing at us when we say, look, Allah Azza wa Jal will take care of you and will enable an ummah. An ummah will enable it one more time to be powerful one more time and for you to be punished in this world and in the hereafter. Just like the people of Thamud, they were punished in this world and in the hereafter. They denied him. They said, you are a liar. And they did not accept it. And they killed the camel. Allah became so angry. Damdama means so angry. Of course, Allah knows these people are good for nothing, but he gave them a chance. Come on, use your brains, you use, you, you use your uh, minds. Allah did not punish them based on the knowledge of Allah Azza wa As I said, Allah knows how they are going to, to behave. But he brought his anger upon them with because of the sin they committed. Not because Allah Azza wa oh, ahead of time, he says, you know, I know these people of Thamud are good for nothing. And therefore, why even give them the, the, the naqa or the camel? Why give them the challenge? Just get rid of them. They denied Salih alayhi salam from the very beginning. Halas, it's over. It's finished with them. No, Allah Azza wa Jal, he gave them the test. He provided them the test. And then they committed the sin and the haram and the, and the fujur and the denial to Allah Azza wa Jal. And then Allah Azza wa Jal, he leveled the ground underneath their feet. That's the result of tyranny. On the opposite, on the opposite side, Salih alayhi salam, at the time of Thamud. On the opposite to Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the Sahaba, who survived and they made it and they were victorious at the end. And today, and today, you have all the tyrants of the world and their media and their uh, police and their intelligence and their officers and their all types of security stuff. On one side, there is the believers and the ones who call for Allah Azza wa Jal on the other side. Who's going to be successful? The ones who are on the side of Allah Azza wa Jal. Why? Because Allah Azza wa Jal continues to be the same God who was at the time of Thamud, at the time of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and before the creation of the universe until no end at all. Allah is Allah. The message is the message. And the people on the side of Allah Azza wa Jal are the victorious. And that's how it's going to be. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's jazakumullahu khair for listening. And if there are any questions that I can take, uh, please, I will be more than happy to answer the question. Well, the question is, when you say aqeedah, what do you mean by that? Some people use it too much. Uh, well, it's good that people use it too much or too often. Aqeedah is the type of iman. It's the iman, of course. It's what you believe in. But it becomes aqeedah at the time when it becomes so firmly established within you, within your brain, within yourself, within your emotions. It's all tied in because aqeedah, it means tie. Tying like a knot. Like if you have, uh, uh, let's see, uh, a knot. Let me see if I can get me some 
Come on, Muhammad, get some cable to make. Let's see, I have a, a something like this. I want to make a knot. This is a knot. Okay, make it strong. So if my iman now, I make it like a knot, a strong one. This is called aqidah. That's I tied my iman uh, in a manner that it stays firm and strong within me and where is within me of course it's not on my in my hand it's not on my hair it's not on my beard it has to be somewhere else where it, where i can rationalize it. it should be within my brain inside my head which can drive also my nafs so my brain so it can drive my nafs to the fujur that's the aqidah so when i talk about aqidah i am talking about the iman the belief in Allah Azza wa Jal, in the Quran, in the Messenger, and in all Yawm Al-Akhir, the Day of Judgment, and everything that Allah Azza wa Jal asked us to believe in, then I tied, tie it up so strongly, and I make it firmly established within my mind in a manner connected to my emotions, to my nafs, so that it can drive my nafs to become to its taqwa, which Allah Azza wa Jal has built, built it in inside my nafs. So I'm thinking of it, let's say, if my nafs, there are two types of uh, uh, issues or uh, bodies, if you will. So my aqidah now will go inside my nafs, will find where that taqwa is, the ability to be taqwa, take it, grow it up, use it, and shut down on the fujur that can explode within my nafs at any point of time. That is the aqidah without going into the all philosophical parts of Aqidah, different uh, this Aqidah Ash'ariya, Aqidah Tahawiyya, Aqidah Maturidiyya. That's not my point here. The point is the concept, how it is. Okay. Any more questions? Okay. Here is from Abu Khalid. Can you explain what we mean by branches of Aqidah? And is difference on opinion allowed? Well, uh, when we talk about branches of Aqidah, first we, we talk about the, 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 the basics. The basics of Aqidah, which is absolutely necessary, that has to do with my understanding of this uh, universe around me that Allah Azawajal talked about with nafs inside me, with my life as a human. If I can... Uh, uh, explain that and believe in that in a manner that satisfies what Allah Azawajal wants meaning meaning that behind this wall there is a creator who is Allah Azawajal who created all of these uh, uh, issues around us beyond us who created our nafs also created our life and then who sent messengers for us so that he will guide us to be able to explore the taqwa inside ourselves and to hide and suppress the fujur inside our nafs uh, through the messenger and the Quran that he sent with him. And on the day of judgment, there will be uh, uh, an accountability for these acts. That's basics. That's the base of the aqidah. Then branches out of that. What branches out of that? What comes out of it? There are many issues like the uh, the, the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal uh, knows al-ghayb that's part of my aqidah the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal uh, at the very beginning of this uh, uh, human life created Adam alayhi salam and he first had him uh, in Jannah something I, I could have never arrived at simply with my own knowledge or anybody's knowledge this is something Allah Azza wa Jal tells me about Allah Azza wa Jal tells me about what's going to happen on the day of judgment how uh, accountability is going to take place. How am I going to run away from my parents and children and wife? And they will run away from me. So await, awaiting our uh, uh, our deeds and how they, our accountability. These are branches of, uh, of Aqidah. Now, difference in opinion on these issues of branches which, are, which do not have absolutely certain uh, meaning which has which has uh, an ability 
or variation in understanding, then the uh, difference in opinion is allowed, as long as the opinion is uh, uh, is acceptable, is part of the the, the possible uh, understanding, or the, the can be within the same concept. Uh, it's not that you you have a concept and then you bring an issue from nowhere. No, it has to be something that can be extracted from the text that Allah Azza revealed in the Quran or in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That's how we uh, we look at, at that. Uh, and as uh, I mentioned, yes, in these uh, branches which do not have absolute uh, uh, one and only one meaning, uh, then the variations is embedded within the, the original meaning. That's that's okay. okay. Any more questions? No more questions. Okay. Jazakumullah uh, khair and assalamu alaikum. I will see you, we'll see you next time inshallah in our next surah which is going to be along the same lines which is surah al-buruj. Al-buruj means the towers and the towers uh, that we are talking about here, the towers as part of the structure of the heavens and the skies. So it's along the same lines of this uh, surah continued to be uh, starting like was shams uh, is again square was samai that al-buruj it's called al-buruj so we'll see you inshallah in, uh, in the next session with surat al-buruj assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh thank you for listening to this podcast podcasts on current events islamic guidance quran tafsir and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.